0: Listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Featuring our
1: podcast, One More Thing. Get
0: more info at armstrongandgetty.com.
1: We got an email from a listener who lives in Vietnam in uh, Ho Chi Minh City. Uh, Perhaps you call it Saigon. Expat community and a a bunch of them. two hundred and fifty. We talked about this on the Armstrong and Getty Show, but like 250 people from their tiny little expat neighborhood went to a St. Patrick's Day party. And one of the dudes who is there, a Brit, tested positive for coronavirus. So the communist authorities in Vietnam who have surveillance cameras everywhere and could figure out who was at that party are rounding everybody up. And they once they figure out who you are and where you live, they come to your home and tell you you got twenty minutes. You're going to a, a quarantine camp. And you throw your crap together and they bring you to one of these quarantine camps which are jammed up and everything. And I told you I'm waiting to hear back And leaving's not an option? Leaving Vietnam? Yeah, probably. I don't know. Probably not that easy. That's to funny, do. she didn't mention that. Of course,
0: if you live there, probably not at that point. Yeah, I bet they don't let you go to the airport and spread it around.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I'm seeing if she wrote back yet. It'll take me a i look because we're you, you folks are coming back with lots of really interesting and cool emails and all. But that means there's a hell of a lot of them. But anyway, she sent her around these, sent us these pictures of the uh, the uh, quarantine camps. Uh, let's see. How can I move this up so y'all can see it a little better? Um, I'm actually going to call uh, Jack and Sean. Or whoever wants to come over to come over and look at him. Um, why? Why is this not bigger? That's um, like what an old she person. said. Yeah, that's what she said. That's nice. Um, <laughs> so uh, so come over here, Jack. I'll show you these. This is the quarantine camp. Is the and bucket she said, what I think the bucket is for? Yes. Um. These quarantine camps are old, like army barracks that are no longer used anymore. Military schools close down university dorms. So there's one of them. Here's it
0: looks like a bad Chevron gas
1: station. Yeah, there you go. That looks like an abandoned dormitory with people sleeping on cardboard. Uh, look at that. There's two stalls. One has a toilet. The other just has a bucket. And what's that for? I don't even know. then, there you go, just filth and squalor and rust and... Yikes. Look at that. There you go. There's one of your bath fixtures. That that thing hasn't spit water since I was in high school. I'm going to have to leave a bad Yelp review when I leave there. Pile of garbage is... Oh, my God, can you imagine? I think we should send soldiers into Vietnam to try to fix this situation. (sighs) You're going to have to give me a minute. You're going to have to give me a minute. Oh, that reminds me. It's funny. I was just thinking of... uh, the Bay of Pigs, weirdly enough. Because you're eating bacon or something? Uh, <laughs> no, I was thinking of being... It's funny. It was during one of the commercial breaks during the show. I was going off to get some caffeine juice, and I was thinking about what we'd just been talking about and how we, the people, have to ask the difficult questions and don't, be, don't trust the government to do the right thing and never, as I always say, never be worshipful toward politicians or the government. You can respect them if you want or agree with them or... Vote for them or contribute to them I don't care, but never be worshipful because they're people like us and and often very flawed people. But for some reason, my memory clicked back to a day when is Gladys does Gladys hang around for the podcast these days? I don't even remember. I think she's socially distanced. I cast my mind back to when I was in elementary school. In the harp with a mask and gloves on. Not easy. Right. Boy, your touch is as silky as always, though, with those rubber gloves on. Um, it's, it's the big yellow dishwashing gloves, oddly enough. Those are not uh, sanitary gloves, Gladys. Those are for dishes. She said she survived the Spanish flu. She'll survive this. <laughs> Good enough. <laughs> so, uh, World, One, uh, World War I vet Gladys <clears> here. <throat> but I came home from elementary school, uh, and, and I said my dad was home, or I was talking to my dad, uh, and it was about John F. Kennedy. And I spouted the usual nineteen early nineteen seventies worshipful line about Kennedy, the young president, uh, history, uh, hero, Camelot. Uh, do ask not er uh, what your country can do for you. And and he said, listen. He said he's an right, he's a good guy, but he said uh, there were a hell of a lot of birds that were about to come home to roost for the Kennedy administration. And he hit me with a couple that I, as whatever I was, seven or eight years old, could understand. He said, you know, we we sponsored this terrible invasion of Cuba that went completely wrong, and there were awful problems at the FBI, and blah, blah, blah. I said, you know, just, he wasn't a god, and he wasn't a king. He was a president, and he was an okay one, but there were plenty, plenty of problems. And I remember it, it's funny that it would sear its way into my memory like that, because A, I have a terrible memory, but B... Um, it must have been because I'd never heard anybody question America's Prince before, certainly not in school. And it was just good to hear from my dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't a god. Come on now. And that was like an early formative moment. I didn't appreciate it at the time. I haven't appreciated it much through the years. But it occurs to me now that I thought, oh, wow, everybody talks about this guy in such glowing, affectionate terms. Turns out he made mistakes. Huh. How Interesting. So, you know, don't worship. So when the government's
0: saying don't wear a mask or do wear a mask. Or,
1: or don't wear a mask, then do wear a mask.
0: You got to do your own independent research. Cause yeah, who knows do not wear
1: masks. On. They don't do any good. And they're critical for healthcare care workers. They will save those workers' lives. Uh, excuse me. Uh, pardon me. You made a bit of a veer there <laughs> that I didn't follow you. <laughs> bit of a logical uh, hairpin turn. And I think I flew out of the car. Yeah. Yeah, well, any other toilet-related? No. On toilet sinks. uh, How about sinks?
0: I don't. Showers? I I do not. uh, That part of of human uh, behavior, I stay away from.
1: You ever read Everybody Poops, Jack? It's a classic. Oh, yeah, to my kids, yes. (laughs) (sighs) I don't know if I have the energy to go on wow a cry for wow. help at the end no. of the podcast no i mean right now should i just oh, jump oh, okay. in right now not in general no just right now i was gonna mention speaking of children's books tommy DiPaolo passed away do you ever read any tommy di books don't in your know. house no uh he, what are you right he, he i see i gotta come up with that is he the 50 shades of gray guy then yes uh <laughs> yeah that's right he wrote that and it's a great read for your kids <laughs> uh, enjoy that. Um, I'm sure at uh, Wikipedia they have the list of books. We read our kids a bunch of Tommy DePaolo books, but he wrote and illustrated like 265 of them.
0: Huh. You know, I'm 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 uh, how I am with authors for like grown-up books. I'm. I, I, oh, I, I
2: remember those books,
0: but I don't know kids' books authors. I know the books, but not the. Yeah, we have books that look like that, so probably.
1: Yeah, I remember those. From yeah. My ute. Yeah, I'm looking for. Uh, Uh, Oh, oh, my God, he wrote the Bill and Pete books, Bill and Pete, Bill and Pete go down the Nile, Bill and Pete to the rescue. And I believe Bill where, was a crocodile and Pete was a little bird. Okay, good, because I was going to ask, vice
2: versa. where are their parents? They, I don't know if kids should be going yeah. down the Nile.
1: <laughs> um, uh, and why did you bring this up? Oh, just we were talking about children's books. Oh, okay. Every, everybody poops. I didn't he didn't write he, that one. I didn't know if he got the coronavirus or... He actually believed not everybody poops. It was, was, in, was controversial. He was
0: in <laughs> Vietnam or I was just trying to follow the story. No,
1: no, no. Children's books, Jack. Okay, children's gotcha. books. Fantastic. Oh, let's see. I love you, Mouse. I think we read our kids that. Uh, Let's see. Quite a few of them. I don't know. Google it. What am I over here? (laughs) Wikipedia? You're listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Featuring our podcast, One More Thing. Get
0: more info at armstrongandgetty.com.
1: Armstrong and Getty. This is the best of Armstrong and Getty. We uh, played a clip from Pink, the singer on the, the Armstrong and Getty show today, and she's a little drunk. Yeah, well, actually, we yeah, can play it, play it again. the why podcast. Not? What the hell? Well, well, I don't would... know how much you guys have been drinking, but I've decided to make it a sport. <laughs>
2: and when I drink, I get really, really brilliant ideas. And last night, I got an idea. I can cut hair. I can totally cut hair. Why <laughs> have I been paying people all this time? What I do? What do you think? I might try to... Fix it. Tonight. What do you think? Stay safe. Stay home. Cut your own hair. Screw it.
1: There you go. That is hilarious. Uh, have you seen the video, Sean? No, I got to check that out. Oh, okay, yeah. How bad's her hair? She says, look at this.
2: Most celebrity <laughs> so she, stuff. She rocked like a pink mohawk for a, a decent portion of her career. Yeah. I think even if yeah. it's too short. She's a mom, right? Got a couple yeah, little yeah. kids and all. Yeah. Most
0: of your celebrity stuff from home has been annoying. Unless, unless they're like doing music or jokes. But any of the, like, you know, keep a stiff upper lip, we're all in this together, and it, it looks like, well, you sh- it sure looks like you shot this in such a way to emphasize your
1: backyard or your kitchen or something. Well, I'm just I'm not digging this. And it wasn't the most obnoxious one. I'd like to say it was. I think it was about the second most obnoxious one, certainly in the top five. Take a guess. J-Lo and freaking A-Rod. No. <laughs> yeah. Just I mean.
0: insufferable. I haven't seen that, but (laughs) it doesn't surprise me.
2: Millionaires tweeting about unity from their million-dollar doomsday bunkers
1: doesn't really give me the sense that we're all in this together. Dressed
0: well and looking hot. Oh,
1: and it included plenty of nice long shots of their gigantic, gorgeous estate. Yeah. Let's all hang in together as our kid jumps in our pool, which is inexplicably warm enough to swim in and march. Oh, Pink's hair is quite short. Oh, boy.
2: Yeah, that's...
0: You know, I, was, uh, Yikes. So I thought, Yeah, I see that. Why, can I, why can't I? can I cut hair? I can cut it's
2: hair. Close to like you know, buzz cut, yeah, sort of thing. It's kind of cute though. No, she's got a yeah. If you have a if you have a nice face. You know, given the short hair doesn't really do too much for it.
1: What, what if you're a goblin asking
2: for a friend? Uh, <laughs> then you might need some hair to distract.
0: That's the thing with all styles. If you're already
2: hot, it's, yeah.
0: it's going to work on you. Yeah, it's your yes. tattoo
2: theory. Yeah, Tattoos yeah, yeah. look great on hot people. Yeah.
0: I mean, think, <laughs> oh, I should get a tattoo. Nah, give me the same one.
1: Do you guys remember the Floby? that was big there for a while? Oh, who could forget the flobee You
0: attach that to your vacuum cleaner, right? Sucks your hair up. And yeah, then something it, like that. Like, uh-huh. Yeah, mm. Many died in the great Floby fiasco of 1989 <laughs> or whenever
2: that was.
1: It was the Hankersizer of its time. If <laughs> You don't A, know that. Yeah, yeah. Reference some people will enjoy very much. Oh, my God, yeah.
2: If you're looking for something to binge watch and you haven't seen the Larry Sanders show, the old HBO thing, while, while you're stuck in quarantine, that's... How do
0: you, how do you think that would hold up? That's, Great! That's one of my all-time favorite shows. Yeah, but, I,
2: I watched it again. uh I don't know, probably three, four years ago, and it's still, still good. I I laughed every single time I, Hank was I, on screen.
1: I have to go back to that because I just we we both cherished it when it was on. Uh, yeah. and, and Rip, I haven't Torn, seen it for Rip you. Torn's
2: character oh. Artie—that oh, you
1: yeah. everybody needs an Artie in their life. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep.
1: That's what hansen's supposed to be. Hanson, you ever seen the uh, Larry Sanders Show? Oh yeah, Is I it? loved it. I watched it. You're supposed to be Artie. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Be more, he be more kind of like,
2: Yeah,
0: That was a fantastic a, episode, like that was a fantastic segment. You
1: can't start the show with a show <laughs> stopper, Hank. <laughs> it's one of our favorite lines, too. Yeah? <laughs> You're really on it tonight. You know, that sort of thing.
0: Um, came across this. I just thought it was kind of interesting, so I'll throw it here in the podcast. They think they found the oldest sword ever. Wow. Do you pronounce? I know you're anti silent letter. Yeah, I, I am. How, how do you pronounce S W O R D? Sword.
1: Sword. sword. <laughs>
2: no. <laughs> I can't hear that word without thinking of the, the SNL celebrity Jeopardy with Sean Connery, where it's S words. And Sean Connery <laughs> says, I'll take swords for 200, Alex. <laughs> right. He says, um, What? Swords. It's, it's S words, yes. words that begin with the letter S, but he just reads it as swords.
0: Oh. Um, uh... Oh, the, right, exactly. The, the, it's a
2: similar
1: bit with, uh... It was, rapists. Yes, yeah, therapists <laughs> for 10, Alex. It's therapists. <laughs> Shame to your mother,
0: Trebek. Uh, they think they found the oldest sword. And here's why I find this interesting. It's 5,000 years old. This is the very beginning of learning how to make metal. 5,000-year-old sword. You got a picture... 5,000 years ago, you could make metal, and somebody decided, I'm going to make something out of metal that would make it
1: easier to kill other people yeah. and not have an advantage over I'm them I'm getting all tired killing people with these rocks. and uh, These blunt v- pieces of metal that we v- have laying around.
2: very
0: <laughs> rare that anybody had metal at all, let so, alone a sword. So if yeah. you showed up to a fight with
2: this thing, Woo! people had to
0: be thinking, holy sh- what is
1: that? <laughs> Why my arm off? <laughs> what happened to my arm? <laughs> what the hell am I supposed to do now? This guy swings this shiny thing on me at me. I got no arms. Anybody
2: else see this? I'm swinging
0: <laughs> a rock at him with my leather pouch, and he yeah. just
1: jabs me with his arm. How the other arm? that's
0: <laughs> not fair. No, I got no arms. <laughs> yeah had To be really, really the first fight where he broke that out, people had to yeah. be whoa, oh my god, well, it looks like he's Run in charge on? now. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: I yeah. guess you are you're our my king, king. exactly. <laughs> Not much we can do about uh, that. Uh,
0: whereabouts? Uh, well, it's been bouncing around for quite a while, been in a monastery forever. It was on eBay for a while, down in the basement, right? It was at a, uh, a dollar store in the third aisle. Um, no, they
2: originally thought it was a, a medieval era, and they, they kind of did some more carbon date testing or something on it to figure out. No, no, it's much older than that. Wow.
0: Thinking Eastern Anatolia, which is Turkey. I know that just because I have an Anatolian shepherd, which is, means it's a dog from Turkey. Oh. Um, that's the area of the world. <laughs> 5,000 years ago, metal sword. Wow, you were the big swinging Richard of that uh, that village when you brought that out, huh? What do you think of this? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Don't even look at me wrong.
1: Ah! Wow! <laughs> or somebody probably cave in your head with a rock while you slept if you do that but yeah. tell you what during waking hours you had it going on i wonder how much work that was
2: i don't know yeah how long did it take to make a sword five thousand years ago
0: hammering heating it up and hammering in place and everything like that
1: well and and how amazing would it be and this is going to sound like i'm stoned but the first moment somebody said you know and that forest burnt down and and all those antelopes in there died and burned to death. There's a hell of a good smell. I think I'm going to eat some of that thing and discover that cooked meat tastes way mm-hmm. better than raw. Mm-hmm. And my dad used to hey, we're dying love, a lot less when we eat the cooked stuff too. Right? Yeah. Hey, <laughs> um, my dad used to say, "I wonder who the first guy was decided to drink a cow's milk." You know, you must have been thirsty. You got to
0: assume like that, no, I'll try it. You got to assume somebody drank all the other liquids that came out of every other animal. Yeah whatever end of it it is, and they, uh, they went with the milk.
1: Whoever I don't know. F- whoever first
2: discovered that an artichoke was edible must have been really hungry.
1: Oh, yeah. They must have been starving. Yeah. Surely there's something in the middle of this <laughs> that's worth eating. <laughs> I'm scraping the leaves with my teeth, but I can't survive for 10 <laughs> minutes on that. Right. Although, back to the milk thing. I mean, it, w- it would not take a genius caveman to think, all right, our babies suck on uh, their mama. Oh, that's a good point. They're life-sustaining. The little calf is, or whatever, Very beast was point. around it. You know, let's do the math. Can't be that uh, big a leap. Although modern cows, how old's the modern cow, Jack? You're from cattle country. You know this stuff. How, uh, how old is each individual
0: modern cow? Oh, or like no. as a... <laughs> yes, I would like
1: a report on my desk by noon. Uh, She's just, 15. Um, I don't know. I, I, I mean, know. because the time. big, fat, milk squirt, and cow is uh, a modern invention. Oh, sure. Nothing like that could ever live in the wild. I don't think they had had eaten in five minutes. Yeah,
0: I don't think they have that in most parts of the world, either.
2: Right. I am scanning this A Short History of Cows Part (laughs) 1 article. Wow. (laughs) I'd say 67 years. Yeah, since 1962.
1: Part
0: (laughs) 1. At a later time, Sean. We might not have time to finish that now. Well, I said at the beginning of this, we were looking for stuff to talk about, and I think we fulfilled that.
1: Well, I want to know more
0: about cows. Part two of this fascinating uh, the look at back I'll, at cows. I'll leave
2: you with this. The discovered that modern cattle are the descendants from a single herd of wild ox from
1: over 10,000 years ago. There you go. Wow. Wow. So they had about 5,000 good years before that dude came along with a sword and lopped their heads off. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I was enjoying my cow and you had to show up. Ruined everything.
1: Now my cow's got no head and I got no arms. I hate you.
2: <laughs> Information.
1: This is the best of Armstrong and Getty. Featuring our podcast, One More Thing. Available everywhere. Get more info at ArmstrongandGetty.com. Armstrong and Getty. This is the best of
0: Armstrong and Getty. We now have an eight second or less attention span in uh, modern America.
1: Ah yes, I've heard this.
0: That in just a second, as um I was flying kites. Look at that! He's already distracted, <laughs> like a damn fruit fly. Uh, we now have a less of an attention span than goldfish, according to scientists, which, which famously have a very s- <laughs> hmm. short attention span. That's
2: crazy because I've never lost to a goldfish in a staring contest.
0: <laughs> I uh, we we gotten into kite flying in the last couple of days at my house, and uh. The Easter Bunny brought kites, and again, I don't understand the tie in there. I don't know if that's a Jesus ascending to heaven or if there's really no Jesus tie in, and it's just a. It's spring. Capitalism.
1: Capitalism. Pleasant and breezy.
0: Um, But uh, so we were. We started flying kites, and I had never really flown a kite successfully in my life. I'm like Charlie Brown. I can step out on the windiest of days, and the wind goes to zero immediately. I'm, I'm Charlie Brown. Let's
1: go fly a kite up to the highest height. Was it a cabbie? Is that from Mary Poppins? I don't know. I'm, that's one a, of your, uh, I'm a straight man, so I don't uh, like uh, middle of the 20th century musicals or something. It doesn't matter.
2: Was yes. it a cabbie or a bouncer of some sort that called you Charlie Brown from across?
0: Oh, that's when I was in Mexico on my honeymoon and you walk through those bazaars and people are trying to get your attention. Right, right. <laughs> hey, Charlie Brown. <laughs> hey, Mr. Clean.
1: Well, they're trying to sell you like drugs and hoes, right?
0: Well, everything.
2: You Among know. other
1: things, yeah.
0: You know, knock off drugged up hoes, knock off expensive purses, uh-huh. and then as you get closer and you look at it, you you need some smoke. Charlie Brown, girl, <laughs> Charlie Brown.
1: Hey, Mr. Clean, a quit you need a girl? <laughs> Mr. Clean, I you quit calling me, Mr. Clean.
0: Is this like, your start? There is this your sales technique? Hey, Fatso, can I get you something?
1: <laughs> <laughs> How does that help anything? Hey, Big Nose, Big Nose. <laughs> Wanna buy a watch? Big nose. <laughs> Kiss my ass.
0: <laughs> I might want to buy a watch, but not from you. <laughs> you yeah. D- <laughs> <laughs> um, so back to the kite flying. So we got a couple of kites and I was able to get it up in the air on a uh, medium windy day, and it's the first time I'd ever actually flown a kite in my entire life. And uh, both my kids got the kite up and they, they really enjoyed it. We really enjoyed it. It was such a old timey, slow-paced activity. I could it it's so different from what we normally do that it was striking um, in that it was just, you know, kind of relaxing and staring and quiet and m- minor adjustments
2: every couple of minutes. and How yeah. long was their engagement before they started to want to run back to Minecraft um, or something?
0: M- my youngest son has got uh, various problems, so right. he, can't, he can't stay tuned to anything or anything. But Sam has gotten into it. Nice. And then, and then yesterday, he couldn't wait to get out there. And he was out there. I will bet he was out there for an hour flying a kite. That's awesome. Yeah, it was how, awesome. How much string there, Sky Captain? Jeez, that's know. the key. I don't know. It was it was way up there, though. I mean, it was oh, way, way, way. I was trying to get a picture, yeah. and it was too far up to get a picture. If you there order is...
2: more long string, can you just, like, extend it out?
1: Oh, just sure. Just keep tying it on. Yeah, yeah just stand out there, are hold on to the kite and shifts.
0: Are you asking me if I know how to make a square knot? Yes, I do. <laughs> so, yes, I could extend the string until it goes clear to the sun and just burns up.
1: Uh, there is something awesome, uh, literally striking awe, When you have a kite way, way up high and you're still connected to it and you feel the pull of it way up there, the breezes and just, I don't know, there's something, it's almost scary that the kite is up there that high and you're controlling it. I always loved that as a kid.
0: But on the slow pace of it and everything like that, there there is something happening that just seemed inherently good that was happening with my brain and I could feel it. Yeah. And I don't think people ha- used to have to go out of their way to find a time when their brain felt like that. But it just—it just I could—I could tell that good things were happening to my my whole body and my brain.
2: The pace at what we were doing this—it's anyway. like when you defrag a computer, right? Like it. it, it
1: See, that's what the neuroscientists believe, Sean. Yeah. You nailed it. Yeah, I don't know what that's, the word defrag you your... means. Your fi- it's when you do your filing and connecting thoughts and finding
2: patterns and stuff like that. It's essentially well, a hard drive cleanup. Like It just kind of reorganizes and and, and and sets things in a much more efficient manner for your computer. A lot of times computers, when they, they get fractional files and stuff and it clogs over time, these fractional things will slow down your performance, so you had to
1: do a defrag,
2: and then your computer runs great again. Huh. Yeah,
0: well, then that's exactly yeah. what is
2: happening.
1: Uh, I'll tell don't. you what, one of the few uh, upsides to this whole Chinese uh, bat death thing is uh, after the show, I just sit in my backyard and look at the bushes and listen to the birds. Is it good? Good for the soul. Um, so getting Of course, back- I don't have a little kid saying, Dad, Dad! Yeah. So that helps. Uh,
0: and, and trying to do the homeschooling thing in the midst of everything else that goes on in the household. Just, oh, good God. Ah, it's good to be busy. It is not <laughs> relaxing. It is not relaxing.
1: Oh, Lord.
0: Um, But back to the eight-second attention span thing. So they... New surveys show that uh, the average attention span has fallen to 8 seconds down from 12 in the year 2000. So if it's gone from 12 seconds to 8 in 20 years, in 20 more years, are we going to be down to 4? And then 20 more years after that, 0. <laughs> None. We have no attention span whatsoever.
2: My guess is that these things aren't scaling uh, linearly. Probably and not. And that'll be quicker than 20 years before we get down to the whatever our ha- like 4 seconds less is now.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, this research was actually from, like, 2016. I have a feeling that it's shorter than eight now. Yeah, yeah. Um, And uh, we all know our attention spans have gotten shorter. Attention span is defined by the amount of concentrated time on a task without becoming distracted. I'd love to know what it was in 1970. I'd love to know what it was in 1920, what attention span was.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Back when, you know, a a novel like Moby Dick would have a chapter on different sorts of whales. I mean, just dry as a bone. So an officer at
0: Microsoft who was involved in this study said the true scarce commodity of the near future for all retailers, politicians, parents,
1: everybody will be human attention. That's why so much of politics is so dumb right now. Or so simple. Maybe I should use the word simple you can't trust people to stick with you through a three sentence argument. I was shocked that Obama put out a twelve minute video yesterday. It was long. I think egomaniac. Uh, I
0: think, <laughs> I think that was him being from a slightly different era. There ain't nobody wanting a twelve. And you know what everybody saw? Uh, twenty second, couple of twenty second clips. Ain't right. nobody gonna take in a twelve minute political video. And yeah, I, I think, I think that's interesting from the Microsoft people about. That being the commodity, people's attention. How do you get it for that six, eight seconds to sell them something? Whether it's an idea, whether it's
1: you know politics, just selling you a watch, whatever it is. I don't know. Hey, what, what's the average uh, attention span in Kenya, where Obama was born? <laughs> uh, they didn't need to slide that so in long. there.
0: But that's a good question. They should it's do it around so the world long. where they don't have. Maybe I'm wrong. They probably have as many smartphones in Kenya as I have here, and I got a, a backward idea of what it is. But there got to be places in the world where they have—I don't
1: know. I, I you have, see more flip phones in the third world still.
0: I have uh, plenty of friends and relatives in the very uh, ruralist, most unpopulated parts of America. And everybody's got an iPhone. Mm. That is going to be the challenge for. For everything, but just for my own personal life, I got to do more kiting, fly fishing, whatever it is that slows down, slows you back down. That's what scientists need to study. What's your ability to turn that eight back into 12 or back into 20? I wonder how how, how long that takes.
1: Yeah, you know, I find if I'm playing a song on my guitar, uh, I focus on it and I don't get distracted. And if it's, for instance, I was thinking of the song, actually, Dead Flower song. I was playing yesterday, and I made my way all the way through it. It's a little over five minutes long. And I didn't think about anything else for five minutes. And I found that I- incredibly terrible refreshing. Idea. You didn't think about Trump? No, it's like taking a hit of a drug. My brain just felt different. I mean, you
0: should have stopped in the middle of the song and thought about Trump for a second.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I feel- Maybe I'll rewrite the lyrics to be all about Trump so I can multitask.
0: I can tell, though, when I put a little bit of effort in that it works. Every time I start to read a book, I drift. I drift. Yeah. Bring it back. Drift. Bring it back. Drift. Bring it back. And then it gets slower, and then pretty soon I'm not drifting anymore.
1: So it's it's, I, I, it's that quick. You. I don't want. I'm not. I'm not here to lecture anybody, but I am working as hard as I can to re stretch my attention span, and I think it's probably a good idea.
2: Largely uh, one of the reasons why I picked up a book, and a physical book for the first time, was it late last week? And uh, just I, I, I wanted to exercise that part of my brain.
0: Boy, they yeah. didn't say it in this article. They mentioned in the article the, the, a common example of this. If you don't think you're doing it, when's the last time you stood in line at the grocery store without getting your phone out, for instance, they used. And I, I did mm-hmm. that just yesterday, actually, I'm at the grocery store. Okay, there's two people in line. Better get out my phone and get a little input of some sort. But that would be the first place to start, I think. Quit acting like standing in line for two minutes is going to kill
1: you. (laughs) Mind your business. (laughs) I just, I think you have to, once you understand that being slightly bored is good, that your brain is doing something it needs to do, uh, once you start understanding that and you you look at it as a positive, it's much easier to do. I'm just speaking from my own experience.
0: Yeah. Well, it clearly is. Clearly is a positive. That's, that's just, a, just some discipline. And it's always the excuse. I'm making an excuse to myself. Well, maybe my wife texted something else she needs from the store. That's my excuse to get my phone out. Then when I mm. see that there's not a text from her, then I'm off to, I better check the headlines. Oh, look, Trump said this or whatever. Yeah. Maddening. If we went to, so we're at eight seconds for attention span. That's not very long. If we go to four in the next 20 years, that's <laughs> a Or five years, as
2: Sean possibly well. thinks. Think Politics of how many is going to
1: be restricted to just shouting, danger, danger, run, run.
2: <laughs> just think of how many projects will get started. I don't know how many will finish, but there's going to be so many people starting all sorts of stuff.
0: Well, we've heard from people in the radio business that how long does it take before people decide whether they like this song or not? It's about that six or eight seconds. Mm-hmm. So you got to hook them in that first six or eight seconds. Well, uh, don't bore us. Get when, to the chorus. When it goes to two seconds, I don't know what you do other than just yell fire or sex. Those are about the only two things you can Food. yell.
1: Food, good. Sex! <laughs> I know a place you can get sex!
0: Okay, I'll tune in for another two seconds.
1: You almost lost me there, but what was that about sex? <laughs> You're listening to the
0: best of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Featuring our podcast, One More Thing. Get more info at
1: armstrongandgetty.com. Armstrong and Getty. This is the best
0: of Armstrong and Getty. So I don't know how my kids became aware of this, but my uh, oldest, Sam, is 10, and he asked me, he said, can I get one of those cameras where the the picture comes out the bottom? And I said, yeah, well, that's the way all cameras pretty much were when I was a kid, all the pictures we took. called the Polaroid camera. I said, but I don't think they make them anymore. And he said, I've got a friend who's got one. And so did they make them again?
1: Oh, they're hot, dude. I had no idea. It's it's the party pick, uh, you know, machine.
0: I had no idea. So um, I remember a couple of years ago when Polaroid stopped making the film. They didn't. The cameras were didn't end first. It was the film that ended first. Kodak quit quit making the film, and so that was the end of Polaroid cameras. But that you know, time flies when you're older. That might have been late '90s when that happened. I don't know when that was. Um, uh, and then it did just went away. So I guess they're back now. I went to the website. And you can buy the cameras are, like, between $100 and $200 for most of them. And then the film is about 55 bucks. I don't know how many pictures you get out of that uh, that I was looking on the Polaroid website. but So it's a, it's, a, it's a thing. People use them again? And is it exactly the same as when I was young?
1: Uh, I think so. I think they're smaller and not quite as uh, expensive looking. But, uh, Sean, uh, the party scene back when it existed, uh, were people just using it mostly for party picks?
2: Um, well, Polaroids essentially began as as that's how people, uh, you know, sent nudes to each other before camera phones. Yeah, no. well, that is, yeah. Because that's yeah. because you couldn't take your film to get developed if there was nudity. I think you would get reported or there was some weird law where a- well, are you claiming that's why it was invented or yes. Is that's m- that's that's my uh, understanding. My of event, it have yeah. been I don't know. I'll, all I know is like as an eight year
0: old, that's the way every family took pictures. Yeah. at Evely- no, I, and at Christmas, birthdays, everything. Oh yeah,
2: my mom had one, and uh, you know, tons of pictures on that. But in terms of, like, and they uh, were
0: awesome. Oh they yeah, were freaking awesome! You got the picture right then, and you had it, and you know, the modern world. Sure, I can take a picture anytime with want with, with my phone. When do I get around to? Printing it out somewhere on some decent paper? Roughly never, based on my experience. My
1: question is this. Is pornography at the root of everything? (laughs) Uh, Technological advances, a lot of it. When Archimedes was doing his his equations, was it all for the purpose of, how can we more effectively distribute pornography?
0: Oh, yeah, Newton was with some trollop when uh, an apple fell on his head.
1: (laughs) It wasn't an apple. It was actually her right boob. What were you saying, Michael?
0: You had a comment. I was just pretty much... Sean's right. Everything. Military or sex, yeah, usually. But I, I saw no no downside to the Polaroid picture. They were fantastic. When no, it went it away, a, I was disappointed. It was
2: a blast. I remember using them myself and just going out in the backyard and trying to you know get pictures of squirrels or whatever. And you put them on the fridge.
1: But, you know, it was funny. I was thinking the other day... Why was I thinking about this? Because uh, I've always enjoyed taking pictures. I, was, uh, I, I found out that my pretty damn decent camera that I, I bought for myself when my kids were small, is now literally worthless. You cannot give it away on eBay. You can't get $5 for it, no matter how many lenses and carrying bag and whatever you have. But I, I remember the sensation of wondering if you got the shot. Right. And wondering All how right. many exposures you wanted to blow on trying to get a shot because every single one of them cost you money. And how easy digital is. You just blast off a, what do you call it, a... um a flurry of pictures, or... What's that called? Doesn't matter. Brrr, you know.
2: Oh, yeah, they, they have
1: the setting where they'll burst, take, like, ten burst, in a row or yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's it, yeah. I've, yeah got exactly.
0: a, I've got a super fancy, expensive camera I bought right before Sam was born, thinking that, you know, we need a really good camera now. And it is a really good, really expensive camera with some expensive lenses, and um, we almost never use it, just because you always have your phone handy. But the quality is so much better. Whenever we do break out the camera and you take a picture, oh, right. That's what a picture can look like. That's the disappointing. Uh, Polaroid's kind of in between. But uh, maybe I'll get the kids a Polaroid. Awesome. I didn't know they were back. Thank
1: God. Yeah, The uh, the ones I've seen lately, the picture quality is a little bit junkyish, but it's good enough for what you're doing. Sure. I mean, it's, uh, there are a hell of a lot of them pinned up on dorm room walls of mm-hmm. the night you were getting wild with your buddies. And it's
0: got to be for what I said, right? You just don't get around to printing out on photo paper your picture from your phone, even though you have
2: it. I've never even once considered doing that.
0: Yeah, so we got a gazillion family pictures, and every once in a while, but not very often, do we ever get around to printing any of them out, especially on decent paper.
2: Have you ever done any of those like digital picture frames where you have you can put like a thumb drive into the thing and it just kind of rotates through all the pictures on the thumb drive? I've seen a lot of people do that. Yeah, it's a good idea.
1: Yeah, we did that, and I really enjoyed it. Then it malfunctioned like a week later, burst <laughs> into <laughs> flames, burned down <laughs> the house, and, and we probably moved it twice before I finally said, "Why are we keeping this?" and <laughs> threw it away. Yeah, those are a pretty good idea, though, because you do end up seeing the pictures you've taken a lot more. I mm. like that. I'd like to do that again. Uh, I, You know, God dang it, that reminds me. And now I have feelings of nostalgia, love, and guilt washing all over me. We have so much footage of our kids, its children, on uh, on tape, literally on tape. And I've got to get it digitized Ex- one of these days. External hard drives are pretty
2: cheap, uh, especially comparison of you know past five, ten years. It, I w- if I had a trove of cherished pictures, I would be hesitant to have the only copy being on my current working computer because hardboards, and mother- they can fry, and then they're just gone. Oh, yeah. So oh, ba- yeah. backing up your, your cherished family pictures on an external hard drive is something I would How definitely recommend. How about the cloud recommend. up in the sky? Do you trust it? I, I trust it more than most, but I mm-hmm. would also like to have just the f- quote-unquote physical copy of a of an external hard drive with, with well,
0: the right, pictures but on
1: it. Yeah, I'm talking about non-digital media, though. Yeah, so. he's
0: got VHS tapes.
1: Oh, Is that and, what you got and, him on? And, yeah, and Hi-8 uh, as well. Wow. I got a bunch of stuff on Sony Hi-8 video. That's yeah, Thomas um,
0: Edison over there, picture of <laughs> the world's strongest man.
1: It Seems It seemed fine in the 90s. <laughs> 1890s. No. Dang it. Um <laughs> didn't you have a camera where you would put the blanket over your head before the
0: flash went off? Or was that Marshall? Everybody had to hold still for an hour.
1: Exactly. Perfectly straight face.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ah, hilarious. Um, I had another comment on the pictures and the videos and the I don't remember what it was. It doesn't matter. <sighs> oh, whenever I say the cloud, I still picture up in the sky some sort of heavenly <laughs> <laughs> otherworldly place that all this stuff gets stored in, not some big, uh, lifeless building in a uh, an industrial park that can be hacked into by anyone.
1: With industrial air conditioning systems going, right. Yeah, that's the cloud. <laughs> the cloud. That was a good name to give it, though. It was, because it fooled idiots like me. Listen, we're trying to decide what to call it. A uh, giant warehouse full of computers? An industrial park option. where it could
0: get hacked or catch on fire or flood or something and you lose everything you have? Our
1: second choice is Serverville. <laughs> Third choice is
0: The Cloud. It's up in the sky. It just magically appears cloud. and will always be there.
1: I vote room full of computers. <laughs> this is the best of Armstrong and Getty. Featuring our podcast, One More Thing. Available everywhere. Get more info at Armstrongandgetty.com.